What up, everybody? You know what it is. You know what it does. My name is Chuck Reeves. Tonight on the incredible Edible Beard Show, Tech 9 drops a new EP and the fans go, meh. Monster Energy starts paying its rappers, its rockers, and its EDM artists once again. We're going to talk about that whole program, what you may not know. Liquid Assassin dropped a new project. It's called Blood of Hades, and boy, is it depressing. We'll get to that. And R.I.P. to one of the chubby boy gods. His name was Ned Beatty. My name is Chuck Reeves. You might know me as the Beast Host. And the beard speaks now. A fine, full, dignified beard. That's exactly what it is. It's a fine, full, dignified beard. We are here. It is June something. The 14th of the fine month of June. I have no idea what episode number this would even come close to resembling. Um, I can't think that the Tonight Show tells everybody what episode number they're on every time. So we're not going to do that over here either because I lost count like a hundred and something fucking episodes ago. But if you didn't know where you are, this is the Beard Speaks Super Show. My name is Chuck Reeves. Emphasis on the Chuck Reeves. They know me as the Beast Host. They know me as the Beard. They know me as the 2021 Bearded Showman of the Year. And we here to talk some trash, do some things, maybe have some guests chop it up a bit. See what's crackling. I see tons of stuff bubbling in my chat already. I see John Miller. I see oh the horror like salute to them out there doing big things we're going to be talking about them a little bit later as we get into what is new news old news and all the news that's fit to shit on right here on the motherfucking beer speaks it is a beard um cards once again i got two of them they're up here in my little thing and this one is like card one, and then you got card two. So card one says intro on it. I think we covered that. I want to welcome everybody who's tuned in right now to the live stream. And if you are coming back here later to watch the replay or listen to this on any of the 15 different platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, welcome and salute to you. I implore you, maybe you subscribe. Maybe you hit that bell notification icon doohickey. Maybe you stick around for a while there's there's content over here at least once a day we're going to start moving into a two-day thing as the summer goes on because with the new shows uh the live streams as well as the new like clips and then the old clips there's just so much that i'm already behind like i'm already surplused to where i'm having to shuffle shit around so there was something that we spoke about last week on the live stream that a video is coming out tomorrow that kind of supports some of our theories. So we had to shuffle the release date of the clip to preempt it, like the video because I don't want people to see the video and then think that homeboy came up with his idea from seeing the video. So... You know what I mean? Like, lots of content over here. You got about a zillion fucking reasons to hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell notification icon, doohickey. Yo, shouts to Big Ninja 7685 with that $5 super chat. I am also glad to be live once again. 
I'm super happy with the overall acceptance of the new live stream. I mean, the show didn't change. Chuck Reeves didn't change. Maybe what you thought about Chuck Reeves changed. Maybe my absence from the live streaming made your heart grow fonder. I don't know. Maybe you still hate my guts. But I would definitely appreciate the $5 super chat. I appreciate everybody who has donated, who has bought merch, who has streamed the product, which has quickly become my number one source of revenue is the audio product. Like I said, it's available on nearly every fucking possible audio platform you can get. Um, I suggest Spotify, personally. Um, if you fuck with Apple, make sure you sliding on in there. And like, leave me a review, even if it's like two, three stars. I don't give a fuck. One star, I don't care. Just leave a review, any kind of review at all. It's like the thumbs up, thumbs down here thing around here. I think it works the same. So just leave me a comment. Yes, Sammy Vargas. I got a bottle of herd juice. I also have a bottle of black cold brew since it is late. I got a joint that I took two puffs off of before we started, and then it went out. I got my Puffco Peak, and some fine fine crystallized goodness so we're gonna smoke some of that um invites went out to a few people um if you have an idea for somebody you want to see on the show feel free to hit me up either on instagram or come back here drop an actual comment don't leave them in the comments over here the live comments because i ain't gonna go back and read those so come back and hit regular ass comments down below and leave a comment. On that tip, if you come back and you leave a comment with your email address, you'll get an email from me and I'll be requesting your mailing address and everybody up to a certain point who emails me is gonna get a free hater net gator just so I can get rid of these useless fucking masks. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still up in the web store, which I guess we can talk about right quick. If you didn't know, it's Beast Host Beard for all things Chuck Reeves, whether that's the latest live, whether that is any of the musical projects I'm involved in at the moment, whether that's other video projects and merchandise and everything else. But you could definitely slide over. BeastHostBeard.com has the Beards Head Shop. The Beards Head Shop is the home for the OG and like the limited run merch. For example, our Soulless Cola Ginger Mob hat. If you a ginger like me and you know you don't have a soul, get you a soulless cola hat brought to you by Ginger Mob. You can get those at beastosbeard.com. It's fire. It's dope. And you can help me liquidate my leftover fucking merch from two years ago that was supposed to come on tour. And then we didn't go on tour. So it couldn't come on tour. So there's that, right? And then if you're feeling froggy, and the super chat super sticker thing ain't for you support the beast host all day on cash app that's cash tag beast host cash tags little dollar sign little s with a line through it so that means give a brother money if you feel necessary i'd rather have you buy merch so pretty much if you buy any kind of merch from any of the merch sites or you instagram me your shit or you comment i'm probably gonna send you something and it's probably going to be free. So if you like free stuff, come back and leave a regular ass comment down below. Tons of shit going on. 
And there will always, 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 always be stuff over there, like entertainment-wise. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all about the merch. Most of those links on beastosbeard.com go to things other than merch stores. They go to the plenty of different fucking outfits, uh, outlets, and platforms that I've been doing work for, that I've been doing business with. Um, Subbing. Important. We're less than 20 fucking people away from hitting the 5,000 sub milestone. It's been a long time coming. It's moving nicely now with the everyday content as well as the live streams. I'd like to keep that going as well. But, yo, if you haven't, share it, like it, subscribe to it, tell your mom to subscribe to it, hack your girlfriend's Google account, subscribe her without her knowledge or prior consent, right? Sign your kids up for Gmail accounts and then like and subscribe from all of those to my channel. Get me to 5,000 subs. I implore. I implore you. I implore you. We're almost there. And then I'll be able to start the long, slow trudge to 10,000 subs. Um, Wednesday, the highly, highly anticipated, super duper duper long-awaited Kid Crusher interview. Fucking, I did it. It's done. It's over here in the other laptop. It's done. I just got to cut it. I just got to fucking like edit it a tad. But we did it. Me and the homie Kid Crusher, that poor motherfucker woke up at 7 a.m. two days after I did to call me from 30,000 miles away via the internet and sat with me for nearly two hours chopping it up about Kid Crusher, chopping it up about his Project Cavemen that he's pushing right now. You know what I'm saying? And then chopping it up a little bit about Australia. Which we had a good time talking about, like, uh, fucking Crocodile Dundee and shit. Like, you'd be mad surprised. So the interview is done, done. It'll be out Wednesday. I want to give a little bumper between this and that. So tonight, Wednesday for the Kid Crusher interview, probably 8 p.m., probably prime time. Um, we'll do a fucking, it'll be a premiere over here. So you're going to be able to do that. I'm hoping Kid Crusher can be in the chat. While the interview is airing so you guys can follow up and ask any questions. And I implore you guys, VictimGear.com. If you ain't familiar with the homie Kid Crusher, VictimGear.com. Get that caveman record. That caveman record turned me the fuck out last week. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you how surprised I was. Wait till you see the interview. I'll just say that. Because he was even worried I wasn't going to like it. And then I went and worked out and fucking listened to cavemen as I was working out. And let me tell you, man, I'm on that shit. That shit's hella, hella good. So that's Wednesday right here. Beasthostbeard.com, the Beast Host YouTube, the Beast Host, uh, Beast Host Facebook, Spotify, fucking Apple Podcast, um, your mom's tape deck, everywhere. Um, let me see some flame emojis in that chat. Not just for me. And not just for the show, but for y'all, for coming back around and uh, giving me a reason to do this once a week thing and keep that shit up. Sammy Vargas, I don't even have a PlayStation anymore. Like a lot changed. Like a super lot changed. Like I don't even like if I if I'm going to play Skyrim, I have to go to a I have to go to another spot because I can't have it. 
like where I'm at because that's all I'll fucking do is hunt trolls and shit. I'd rather hunt trolls in real life, bruh. I'd rather hunt trolls in real life. So I'm going to light this up. I see Joe K. He's in the chat. I don't know if he's going to stop by, but I guess we will literally go down the card because topic one fits nicely into the pocket created by topic number two. So topic number one tonight, and if you were lucky enough to see the vlog last night over uh, another day on the underground it's joe k music's channel um he had a good i won't even call it an expose because the shit's right in public um the current tech nine release um i guess it's called shit i even wrote that shit down didn't i it's called blight let me call that up real quick I know I got I know I got a graphic for this, even though I probably fucking shouldn't. Oh, there you go. So this thing came out, and me, just like most of the fucking music listening pro like people in the world, didn't know what the fuck to make of it. So you got Tech Nine, you got a kid nobody's ever heard of, who's got less than a thousand subscribers on pretty much every social media platform available. Looks like he's got a big bank backing him. And you have this joint project. And it's called Blight. Tech 9 and Hush. I didn't listen to it. <clears throat> I'm not the biggest fan of dubstep music anyway. Right? I'm not the biggest fan of projects I know are driven by money. So, for example... When I see this, or I see that Joiner Lucas shit that happened, or I see the psych ward druggies thing that occurred over at Strange, or any of the number of the fucking things that are not driven by talent, not driven by underground cultural importance, but driven by simply that dollar, I have a tendency of like, I don't, I don't care. I, I don't care to listen to it. I know it's forced. I don't think these two individuals spent much time, if any, in the same room. Um, I believe maybe if they did, you would have heard about it or seen pictures of them in the fucking studio together. Um, Max Millie, what you're calling humbleness, I'm calling doing what he's fucking told. Because at this point, I, I can't think that they just plucked this dude off the street and said, hey, you're going to do a joint. You're going to do your first joint project as a duo. Let's let's play a game. We're going to play a game right now. It's called Pitch Meeting. Okay? It's called Pitch Meeting. And in today's version of Pitch Meeting, I'm going to play Travis O'Gwen. And Tech comes in and I said, hey, I got a project for you. And Tex said, yeah. Is it is it a solo project? And Travis said, nah, it's a duo. Like it's a joint project. Two people, two, two. Not uno, dos, two people. And Tech went, oh damn, fucking, it's about time, man. You finally gonna let me and Chris Calico do a joint project together? 
And then Travis said, no, nah, man, I got some fucking kid you ain't never heard of who's got the flock of seagulls haircut, who looks like some sort of fucking safe value version of the host of American Idol, Ryan Seacrest. I got that dude. Nobody in the underground has heard of him at all. He's got one half a millionth of the number of fucking fans you do, Tech. But you're going to do this joint project. You know why? Money. That's why you're going to do it. You're going to do it for money. And then Tech was like, well, I guess I guess you're right, Trav. I'm going to do it for money. Because I can't think he did this for talent or love or fucking to elevate his own career like they're not really other than social media postings pushing this record at all which means no money is really being spent or very little i've said it before i believe this this fucking project came across strange music like prepackaged like this where it was like look we just want to get you know it we see it we've seen it happen where an artist will hire an artist of a higher caliber with a larger fan base to do a collaborative project in order to absorb part of that fan base. One of the most successful people in 2020 to have used this tactic successfully was NEMS. So NEMS has done projects with several people and last year in his biggest crossover collab project that he's done, him and Ill Bill did Gorilla Twins. And that was probably the biggest bump for NEMS because people who were Ill Bill fans realized how similar NEMS's music was. And then they went over and became NEMS fans. And that's the problem with why Blight is not being successful. The music that Hush makes is not music that is routinely released by Strange Music Inc. of Kansas City, Missouri. The music that Hush makes and that is contained in this project is about 179 degrees removed from the Tech 9 that we know to be successful, to be fan-appreciated, and to be financially, like, good to go. People say it all the time. He, he's tried this. He's tried that. And it's, it's, it's been little shit. It's been little things. A track here. A track there. People love to point out the excision thing. When, when tech and excision got together. And we're going to speak a little more about that in a minute. Because that was a very special situation. And that situation as well was not dictated, orchestrated, nor created by Tech 9 or anybody at Strange Music. So basically, it's almost as if you have a restaurant. You got Strange Cafe. And you go to Strange Cafe for dinner sometimes and... You have like that that one fucking like all the food there is good because it's all soul food, right? So you go there 
and you get macaroni and cheese and you get fucking greens and you get black eyed peas and you get chicken and you get like good fucking hearty food, mashed potatoes, fucking gravy, yams, like ham hocks, green beans. It's all wonderful. Right? And then all of a sudden that restaurant says, hey, this weekend all we're serving is fucking Chinese food. What's going to happen to the people? You're going to tell people who eat there all the time, well, you have to eat this now. And the fans are like, nah, fam, we're good. Literally, and I'm going to shout him out specifically, a guy named Justin Finch on Facebook equated this to Titanic featuring Mackenzie Nicole. <clears throat> Things continue to change over there. Um, I don't know what other plans there are for this blight project. I know there's been make lost happen or let lost happen, whatever the fuck that means. Um, it's my understanding and hold on. I want to make sure I'm, I'm telling you all the right thing because I hate being a, I hate being an idiot. All right. So this project is called blight. Okay, as you can see right there, Tech Nine and Hush Blight. Now, I'm not real schooled in the fucking English language, but what I know is that blight is something that is like a plant disease. Okay, um, more specifically, by definition, blight is a thing that spoils or damages something. Now, we've already seen strange music damaging itself for say the last 18 months. Tech has done a good job of avoiding that damage. He's been able to fucking bob and weave, dodge and duck, dive, all that shit. He ain't been able to dodge the damage the blight, if you will, that this forced, monetarily driven, financially focused project, that's, that's, what, that's what you get. You get damage. You, you got somebody here who claims to be fragile about his shit, but he'll work with some dude nobody's ever heard of on a style of music his fandom has said time and time again they don't like. And I assume he's going to do it for whatever bag of money the kid brought to the table. Because there's no bag of money on the back end on this. Not for anybody. Not with the numbers I've seen. That's a good question, actually. We'll call this up. Why does Tech 9 look like a tennis ball in that picture? That's a good fucking that's a good question. And it seems as if a lot of the graphics coming out of Strange right now are fucking awful, including this next one for whatever single he's got coming out this week. See, the, and that's the other thing. Tech already moved on. The, how you can tell that Strange and by extension Tech 9 are not connected to this fucking project at all. At all. 
in name fucking only in name fucking only he's already dropping a new single featuring another somebody you ain't never heard of who's strangely really similar to mckenzie so what the fuck is cracking like what's really going on i don't know that place is detached bro y'all need some a and r's like i'm available i might be in kansas city next month anyway like if you want to know what the fucking underground's doing, y'all need to talk to somebody who knows. Because clearly you motherfuckers are just like, oh, the underground, whoever's got money. Line, line forms to the fucking left. Turn your bag into Travis and hand your demo to Tech 9 Like, this is terrible. Um, Let's see, because it looks like we got a strange stand in here. I'll go ahead and call this to attention. I'd rather jam blight than Amigos album. Okay, it's because you don't have taste. Now, I get being a fan of somebody, but when they do something that's completely outside of the thing that made me a fan of them, now then I can't say that. Because to be honest, I, I like the Migos. The Migos do what they do well. They don't take bags of money from fucking dudes with less than 700 Facebook followers to fucking do joint eps that he couldn't even get done with chris calico you feel me you feel me so so to be honest at least i know the three dudes in migos we're in the same fucking room at least i know that for sure i guarantee i guarantee offset takeoff and whoever's the other guy who's not offset or takeoff i'm sure those three fucking dudes are in the same room and I bet one of them didn't have to bring the other two money to get the fuck down on the project. So, like, to me, Blight, Blight's the perfect name for this shit. Because that's exactly in the grand scheme and history of Tech's career and of Strange Music. This whole time's going to go down as a fucking Blight for them. Like, this in particular. And my whole thing is, like... It dropped. It did shitty. He's already doing the next single with somebody else. He's not touring this product at all. You're never going to get one of these songs on tour. Fucking, I bet. We'll see. I could be fucking wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I won't even be able to tell you whether or not that happens. So keep your fucking ears open. All right. I don't know who you are, Army Frame, because your name does not ring in as someone who watches. But you know what the fuck you're talking about. The graphics are from a girl with a thousand followers on Instagram. No idea why they keep using no-name people when there are so many talented artists out there. Now, the person in question with less than a thousand Facebook followers who's currently doing the graphics for Strange Music... Is Jerry Robinson's either wife, girlfriend, or some other old lady. Some other type of old lady. Um, that's his chick. So the girlfriends of the rappers are now the fucking graphic department, I guess. But when you're like, I don't know, man. I can only assume that they're shedding, that, that he's cutting weight. That like, if you don't do two or three things, 
<laughs> fuck out of here. Like, if you ain't willing to do two or three jobs for the price of one right now, I bet you they're like, oh, fired. Like, I know they're revving up for shit again. I know he's got some shows and stuff. I'm glad because maybe like shit like this blight thing won't happen. But yeah, if you think that blight thing was based in anything artistic at all, you're fucking mistaken. You're you're completely mistaken. Um, Let's see here. So one of the things now, clearly with blight coming out now, you understand that any dealing that went on behind um, the scenes happened months ago. Okay. So on top of losing touring money, um, Besides losing a lot of the the touring merch money, besides losing stream money that I'm sure, you know, as we go into full digital, they're losing out on fucking uh, selling CDs and 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 this that and whatnot and the 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 whatever, right? There was something that Strange Music lost that a lot of artists, including Excision. Lost at the same time. In my early days of coming up in rap, there was a program called the Jaeger Music Program, where Jaeger Meister, depending on your level of popularity, would either provide you with liquor or whatever to showcase their stuff. Tech Nine is what's called a Monster Energy artist, musician. And he's been a member of the Monster Energy Program for quite some time. Now, because of the pandemic and just everybody having to cut a little bit of fucking fat and cut a little bit of the weight, so to speak, to keep things moving, Monster last year terminated the contracts that they had with every artist, fucking BMX biker, skateboarder, fucking skydiver scuba diver every person that was getting monster money monster turned off the tap and one of those people was strange music and tech nine another one was excision there's a, there's a lot of artists <clears throat> what you don't know is that the monster energy deal is worth a cool million dollars a year at least and i know there might be some controversy with that number but i'm willing to go out on a limb and say that the Monster Energy program is worth $1 million a year to Strange Music and to Tech 9 Now, losing that money last year because of the pandemic and everybody losing that money hurt all around. But if Tech's Instagram is any indicator, as it pops up right there, it says unleash the beast and it says monster energy monster music sponsored and he's wearing a monster energy shirt a lot of the million dollars that strange and tech get has to do with tech's instagram as you can imagine and during the heaviest days 
of the monster sponsorship, not a day went by that there wasn't some sort of a post from Tech's account that featured the Monster Energy logo, a can of Monster Energy, or something else. To the point where, like, even the uh, Everybody Want None or uh, Don't Nobody Want None video, there's Monster Energy logos all over that motherfucking video, too. Monster's good for giving artists money for exposure. They're real good at that shit. Um, They financed Flatbush Zombies versus Denzel Curry in Miami. Um, Like I said, they've been financing tech for a while. They've been financing excisions, part of his operation for a while. Look at this. It is dead, but that's because of other reasons. But this wasn't the first time that tech almost lost his monster energy sponsorship. Um, there was an incident that occurred. I don't know. It must've been two years ago. Now at this point where tech lost his Instagram entirely and the shit got deleted, um, due to a, a topless photo of somebody and what occurred involving that picture. And, uh, all I know is that his fucking Instagram got taken down and that it was such a big part of the monster energy deal that if he would have lost his Instagram, they would have lost a million dollars a year. So I know that Travis took steps to keep his Instagram up so he could keep getting this money. And then coronavirus turns around, takes the whole program away. And now they brought it back, which is good because people want to keep bringing up the excision thing when it comes to tech try and dubstep. And as far as I'm concerned, that that tech and techno music combination, his work with Excision was the most successful of those ventures. That was the it was the most popping time that he tried to do that. Um, reason being, like I said, it wasn't his idea. It wasn't Strange Music's idea. That was Monster's fucking idea. That was Monster. I I, I can almost guarantee you that was Monster Energy's idea. As as a promo. Yo, let's put the biggest EDM guy we got with the biggest underground rap guy we got and see what happens. And I mean, you see it a lot of times with, I mean, shit, they put tech, uh, I'm sorry, they put token with a producer for a Honda ad. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that you can put two artists that don't know each other in a room because they have a shared sponsor. And then you see what comes out of that. And, and that's what the excision thing was. So what you had there was two artists that Monster had said was good. And then they put them together. Like, you know what I mean? What you get with this Blight garbage is Blight coming up with his fucking hat in his hand. Talking about, can I get some downloads, please? Like, I, I it's disappointing to me. It's disappointing that the business in less than a full year because this had to have happened months and months ago, um, in less than a full year, got so bad where it was like, yeah, let's fucking do a joint a joint project. You're going to do... Y-. The fact that Tech 9 did his first ever joint project with someone other than, tech, uh, other than Chris Calico? Fuck out of here. Nobody wants that. Like, what... I, am I wrong? If I'm wrong, if I'm right, put flame emojis in there. If I'm right, put flame emojis. Flame emojis for Tekken Chris. 
Is that because that should have been the first fucking that should have been his first joint project. Some artists go their whole careers. Like, you know what I mean? So you have like Wu-Tang and then you got Method Man as a solo artist, but then you got Method Red as like a duo, right? Like, imagine, like, I just, I can't believe that anybody in that office was like, oh yeah, fucking Tech 9 his first joint project ever. And let's, yeah, get the fucking kid nobody knows. Like, we're still trying to track down who's holding his bag of money. I think... Something that Joe showed me, me and Joe, you guys don't even know. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. But somebody's dad might be a fucking, who, we might attack, I think he's an industry plant. So, he's, I think he's a fucking, yeah, he's an industry plant, dog. Like, sometimes you meet these kids and then you realize things like, wait, who's backing you? Like, the fact that Takashi's, like, Takashi... The guy who signed him and then like who his dad is. If you start looking at things, it's like, wait a minute. What the fuck kind of Illuminati fucking banker world fucking organization Rothschild ass shit is this? So, yeah. So, not this is the equivalent of you breaking up with your big titty black girlfriend. And then you're posting pictures on the gram a week later of you with some skinny white girl. I shit you not, you literally just broke up with the dude who's been the second half of your stage show for more than two decades. And the first fucking thing you're going to put out after he leaves after two decades is you and some dude nobody knows. Cool. Fucking loyalty, son. Loyalty with a fucking big fucking L. Loyalty with the biggest of fucking L's, bro. That's why I'm praying that he did this for the money. I'm praying that there is something going on back there that he can't tell us. And that at this point, he is fucking stuck. Because I really hope he didn't fucking, like, jump at the chance to do this. Like, I really hope that he is having the same thoughts that we're having. That if he was going to do a joint project of this many songs with anybody, it should have been Chris Calico. But no, we're going to get B-Rad from the boo to fucking do the record with you. And it's going to be all womps. Womp, womp, womp. And words you make up. I'm just like, even if Chris left. Like, even with Chris leaving, you can still be like, oh, fuck it, I'm doing a joint project with my boy who helped, who, who helped carry me, who helped carry me for fucking 20 years. Like, ugh. I appreciate the $2 super chat, Big Ninja. And yeah, there's some truth to that. There's a little bit of truth to that. I ain't hating. <laughs> I ain't hating. I don't think I'm out of line by saying optically the shit look fucking treacherous the shit look fucking treacherous that you couldn't bust out a five track ep with chris where you both took half but you fucking did a guy you took a bag of money to put your fucking tennis ball head on a fucking cd cover for some fucking fifth stage opener at fucking coachella I'm in shock. 
I'm in shock. So loyalty with a capital O, man. Like I kind of went sideways on that a little bit, but for real, shit's it's it, it's hella fucking disappointing, man. Because you you want you want those that you like in the underground. You want them to do well, right? And on top of that, you want them to be able to do the art that they want to do and still do well. But you're looking at a situation here where I'm not sure homeboy's doing the art he wants to do anyway. I don't know how much of this is being driven by bags of money coming into the office and how much of this is really what he wants to do. And you can, uh, consumer-facing shit all day. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I want to do. TLC was doing what they wanted to do until they weren't, and then they fucking stood in front of the Grammy board and told y'all they were broke. You know what I mean? Fucking Dr. Dre was doing what he wanted to do with NWA until he wasn't. And until you found out that he was getting robbed. Ice Cube was doing what he wanted with NWA before you found, before he wasn't. So, so these are always things where it's like, it's a super fine line and you're not going to find out and I'm not going to find out. And these artists aren't going to tell us anything until after. So yeah, man, support it. If you want to support him, understand that. I don't think, I really hope that ain't like the overall direction he going on going forward. Cause just people. People don't seem to be liking it. They don't seem to be liking it very much. I don't know. Let's move on. Um, On the new shit. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I was going to kind of do a track by track breakdown. But I don't even know if I can. And I'll tell you why. So, boom. New release from the 42 Records homie Liquid assassin previously known as one half of grave plot um if you guys keep any kind of eye on underground shit killer c released his own solo joint not too long ago um something that's way super fucking removed from what you would expect from a killer uh from a killer c or a grave plot so liquid assassin releases this new project it's called blood of hades they're calling it experimental, and I think the reason they're calling it that is because it is fucking depressing. I love Liquid Assassin. I love that. I'm 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 that gangster shit dude. I'm that I'm that hip hop dude. So I, I put this on today, and I, I went to try to fucking like work out, and it. I mean, it's. It's not a happy album. If you're trying to get lit, if you're trying to get lit, not for you. Are you trying to feel good about yourself? Probably not for you. Are you depressed as shit? Yeah. And that's probably going to be for you. It's not bad. The wordplay is fucking top shelf top tier as usual like it's what you would expect from liquid assassin but as i went through and at any point i was expecting the mood to break just a little bit 
and maybe some of that real hard, you can't fuck with me, LA 42 gangster shit to come through. And it didn't happen at all. Like, at all. Um, it looks like Liquid took his pandemic to do a lot of looking inward and a lot of self-reflection about his life, um, about his art, about his career, about the way he has treated people, about his own choices and karma. And I don't know if he liked what he saw. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if I, if, if he liked what he saw because this, this record is super self-reflective. It's super down. It's very, you know, it's the vibes are very slow. Um, There's a record on there called Note to Self where he's writing himself a letter from the perspective of like a fan of his own shit. And it's really good. Like all the, that's the thing. It's really good. Like I'm, I'm suggesting it. Like I'm giving it two thumbs up, but it's hard for me to say, yo, go grab this and like put it on right now. Because if you're in a good mood, you're probably not going to be able to vibe to this. Like if, if, if like a bunch, like if it's a sunny fucking day, like, I just don't think this is a good weather. I'm it's, it's, it's real shit. I respect him for going to these places within himself, you know, um, finding this doubt and finding this self judgment even, I mean, there's a lot of self judgment in this record, um, whether he meant to do it or not. I love it, but I don't love it as a party record. I don't know if I even love it as like, I, I love it as a piece of music and a piece of art, because if you remember the last liquid project that was kind of big was his joint project with Gino. And, um, I know he had, he had some tough times dealing with that is you know as well just presenting that art so knowing where la is coming from and understanding his history is super important for you to understand where this record is coming from there is no bravado here there's no fucking there's seemingly no happiness here on this record um and that's like it's unfortunate. I wish LA was in a place where he could turn up that gangster shit again and feel okay with it and feel okay with being that litty dude um and 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 being upbeat and and being optimistic. That's what's missing. Typically when you have a record if there's anything missing. When you have a record that's so self-judgmental when you have a record that is, you know, it looks inward and it, it really stacks the deck against yourself when you put a record like this out. Something, for example, like Notorious Big Ready to Die was super judgmental. Fuck it, I don't want to go to, fuck it, I want to go to hell. 
Because I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking tell. Like, that's self-judgment. And that's what I heard from this record. The difference is, on a Ready to Die, there was some optimism at some point where it went from Ready to Die to Life After Death. There are no party records here. There's nothing to make you feel amped or hyped or good about the situation or about the words that he's rapping. <clears throat> so I implore you, check the shit out. Drive the numbers up. Give him something to be happy about. Fucking please. I love Liquid Assassin. I love the new project, Blood of Hades. However... You, I believe you have to be in a fairly specific type of mood to enjoy that, I guess. Um, I respect, salute, and appreciate Liquid Assassin for delving so deeply within himself and shedding a little bit of that blood of Hades. That link is certainly down in the description. So you go down there and there's a Spotify link for that record. Stream that motherfucker. Support Liquid Assassin. Support 42. That's the fucking homie. Whether you fucking know it or not, you heads. And you don't get how he ties into all this strange shit too. If you want to talk about the history, sooner or later, sooner or later, one of us is going to break down the whole thing from the beginning to now. And one of the parts of that has to do with Grave Plot and how they got their distribution deal on Strange and how the distribution deal on Strange connects to the fact that if you ordered anything from the Grave Plot website for like five years, you got a copy of Killer sent to you for free. That's all I'm going to say. I'll just say that Killer C had a bunch of copies of Killer for a killer for whatever reason, that Tech Nine CD. He had a bunch, like a bunch. And that may or may not be tied to the fact that they got a distribution deal. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's easy to buy your own records up to chart. If someone else is buying your records for you. But I, I, I digress. I digress. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Yo, yeah. Blood of Hades, man. The fucking... Get that goddamn shit. Stream it. It's in the motherfucking description. A little bit of sad news came in yesterday. Uh, I'm a movie buff. I like movies. So, unfortunately, we lost. To me, one of the chubby fat boy kings of the silver screen a mr ned Beatty. now mr Beatty here died at the age 83 yesterday after a multi-decade hollywood career that literally spanned every genre you can think of every type of character every type of situation um ned here Right here, portraying good old Otis, sidekick to Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor in the 1978 film Superman, one of my favorites. 
it was the only time Lex Luthor had like a sidekick and the big thing he would do would be like, hello, Mr. Luthor. And then when Lex Luthor was going to take over the, the western part of the country, he made Otisburg on the map and shit. Give it up for Otis. Otis is the man. Ned Beatty also got butt fucked and raped in a movie called Deliverance. If you don't know that movie, good for you. But while Burt Reynolds was balls deep in this chubby little butterball, he was telling him to squeal like a piggy. Um, he's got quite the famous five minute monologue in a movie called network where he describes how the world now is not a world of nations or people. It is a world of corporations and currency. And those words ring truer today than they rang when he first spoke those years and years and years ago. He was in a movie called The Toy with Richard Pryor, one of my fucking favorites. If you haven't seen it, Richard Pryor essentially gets bought by a young Southern child. And there's a lot of racial tinges to the movie and things like that. But it is early 80s crack rock smoking Richard Pryor. It's exactly how I like my Richard Pryor. So The Toy, he was in that movie. A bunch of movies. Real sad, sad to lose him. I always used to get him mixed up with Dom DeLuise, too. So there you go. Two fat, funny dudes. I got fucking infused. But definitely R.I.P. to one of the God bodies. Motherfucking Ned Beatty. May he rest in peace. Today, before I woke up, we're getting ready to pass the hour, so I guess we'll get to this last thing on the card, which actually was so important and has so many points. It's on two cards. So earlier today, I get a message from somebody who always puts a smile on my face, and it said, hey, did you see Twisted announced Attack of the Ninjas? And I was like, no, I didn't. So they sent me this. So today, Imagine Ninja Entertainment announced Attack of the Ninjas. Attack of the Ninjas will take place on October 21st, 2020 at the Blind Pig in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Doors at 6 p.m. This is an all-ages event. This event featuring for the first time in a headlining performance, the East Side Ninjas. Twisted Blaze and ABK performing underground classics as well as the brand new joints off of that new record, The Pact of Four, um, available now on mnestore.com. Besides Eastside Ninjas, you're going to get Boondocks. You're going to get Alazul Ilu. You're going to get Lex the Hexmaster. You're going to get X Murder Boys A and B. You're going to get ROC. You're going to get, oh, the horror. You're going to get Buckshot, you're going to get Gibby Stites, Red, Insane E, and the super famous Funtime Guys. So that looks like Magic Ninja. That looks like Welcome to the Underground. That looks like motherfucking Long Live Evil in that bitch. And that looks like Mob Style 
which may or may not include the cabal. We never fucking know who the fuck or what the fuck Buckshot's up to on any given day. That dude is so elusive and secretive with his fucking projects. $30. I already got my ticket. Reasons I already got my ticket. One, the blind pig capacity is limited to 400 patrons. What does that mean? That means that I believe Twisted expects no more than 400 Juggalos to attend Astronomicon. Because I haven't mentioned this yet. But Attack of the Ninjas, as in previous years, is not a standalone event. It is being held in conjunction with the Astronomicon weekend. But this is where things are going to get tricky. Because what you got is it doesn't say Astronomicon anywhere on that flyer. This is not Astronomicon Presents. Attack of the Ninjas is not an official part of the Astronomicon program or schedule. According to this flyer, Magic Ninja Entertainment is presenting Attack of the Ninjas. Astronom... Why? Why, Sammy? Why? Is it already sold out? Somebody tell me that shit's already sold out. I'm going to crack up. But nonetheless, so history of Attack of the Ninjas has been spotty. After the first year, I think they took a year off. And then they combined it with um, Freyfest. And then they did it online on New Year's Eve this year. Um, this is good. This is real good. Um, doing it the Saturday night of Astronomicon, which also corresponds to the last night of the Gathering of the Juggalos, kind of like draws draws the line is the wrong term. It sets the bar. So what you're getting here, you're getting Welcome to the Underground, you're getting Magic Ninja, you're getting Mob Style, you're getting LLE. You're getting four of the most successful and the most like prevalent houses going on right now. On the last night of the gathering, someplace other than the gathering. But it's not part of Astronomicon. And if you've got VIP tickets to Astronomicon, I guarantee that that's got nothing to do with this. So you better get on the website. You better spend that $30. If you're coming to Astro and you're doing so as a juggalo, you're going to want to be at the Blind Pig three and a half miles away. From the Astronomicon site hotel right down the street. Okay. It's the Saturday night. It's six to whenever. It's fucking everybody. I don't know if this means we're going to see everybody officially booked for something at Astronomicon or not. Um, looking at this list. Boondocks has never been a part of Astronomicon festivities. I don't think. 
Eastside Ninjas has. Blaze and Twisted are always there. ABK has been there multiple years. Alazu'ilu has been there the two years since they've been signed. Lex the Hexmaster. This will be his first appearance at Astronomicon weekend. So I don't know whether he'll be actually officially booked or having an autograph. I assume that if everybody's in town for Saturday and Sunday, you have the entire label do autographs at some point throughout the day. But Lex the Hexmaster, never been to Astronomicon. He was the first signee under Twisted's new label, Magic Ninja Entertainment, and has never been to Astronomicon. So Lex, welcome to Astronomicon for the fucking first time. It's going to be fucking awesome. Axe Murder Boys, last year was the first year they were there. So AMB is going to be there this year. ROC, always there. Oh, the horror, new signee. This will be their first Astronomicon appearance, and it'll be their first time taking the stage live in person with Twisted as members of Magic Ninja Entertainment. So there's that. You got Buckshot. Gibby Stite. Buckshot's never been to Astro either. Welcome to Astronomicon, Buckshot. Right? Gibby Stites. Never been to Astronomicon. Welcome to Astronomicon, Gibby Stites. Right? And this will be his first performance live on stage with the squad since signing to Magic Ninja Entertainment. Red has performed at Attack of the Ninjas and Astronomicon before, but this will also be his first year as an official Welcome to the Underground artist. All right? Let's see. Insane E, always in the house for Astronomicon. Always in the house. Always in the house for Attack of the Ninjas. Um, Always good to see that motherfucker. Like, always, always good. And then super famous fun time, guys. Nice bump, fellas. Like, nice bump. Like... Being LLE's latest signee, this is a good, good, good show for y'all. It's a good show for y'all. And like I said, first time that they're going to be performing live on stage in a place with anybody from LLE, Magic Ninja Entertainment, since their signing has been announced because of all the business that they did during the pandemic. So <clears throat> it's super dope, okay? Line up all that shit. $30, 400 cap, talked all about that. You're going to get a free CD. Now, given the lineup and given what we've known to have had happen in the past, it's my belief that the free exclusive CD that you're going to get at the door on August 21st, 2021 at the Blind Pig in Ann Arbor, Michigan, at the place known as Attack of the Ninjas, I think you might be getting a year of the sword too. Don't fucking quote me on that. I'm raising the rumor and speculation flag as I stand outside the Quickie Mart right now. But it is Chuck Reeves' belief that the free CD you are receiving at Attack of the Ninjas 2021 at the Blind Pig may, in fact, be Year of the Sword 2. Joe K. Chuck Reeves, man. It's not a beard. It's a Joe K. The king of insider information enjoyed the vlog last night. I hope everybody goes over and checks that out because you got into the weeds of the comments. Dude, the the weeds is where I like to be, man. All the all the interesting stuff, it freaking happens in the weeds. 
So if you want to figure something out for real, you got to get in there every once in a while, you know. So I'm not afraid to get my hands a little dirty, get a little singed at times, you know, if you go a little too far down. Things start getting a little hot down there towards the center of the earth. But, you know, got to do what you got to do, man. But we will see. Like I said, you had your take on the hush thing. I've got my thing. I think it's over. I think talking yeah. about it at this point after that, like, you don't it's push done. a new single. They did, yeah. How quickly did he push a new single? Six days? You didn't even wake up. You didn't even wait a full business week, dog. Dude, this is a this is a prime example in my mind of hey, here's here's what we're getting paid to do. Now let's just shut up and do it and get this crap over with as quickly as possible so we can just be done with it all. And I, I look, maybe there will be I okay, so they dropped one video they dropped the let lost happen or whatever then they dropped uh suffering i i think we're done on the videos i i would be surprised if there was a third video sitting around maybe maybe they'll surprise me but regardless of how bad this how bad the art is on the single you don't push a new single like i just yeah i don't see it's it's, it's, it's weird not, it's, it's weird if they cared fucking, about it it's yeah it's super weird for you to already push in the next single with somebody else who nobody knows who apparently mm-hmm. has worked with these guys before, at least. At least she does have yeah. some sort of a track record. But, like, what's really going on? Like, And then we talked about UB at Link last week. Tomorrow, we, we did. we're getting a video for a song that was out before we talked, apparently about uh-huh. the prospect of them absorbing him at least but if you uh-huh. tune into this channel tomorrow you can see a clip where we discussed the possibility of mayday absorbing the remaining half of Seth's crew and doing something with that but something i noticed and I, it goes along the lines of fuck did we miss something is this video is dropping on the strange music youtube channel uh-huh uh-huh. And I mean, so so Chuck, I saw this. I, I was scrolling through YouTube, okay? I didn't hear nothing from nobody. Like absolutely nothing. I mean, there's gonna be some conspiracy theorists out there like ten o'clock to tomorrow morning. There's a clip coming out from a week ago. I swear to god, it was from a week ago. We I, did not know. Dude, you 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 know someone someone would have come on and been like, Somebody's talking to Joe K. Dude, Travis is gonna start scouring through freaking strange music. Like, who who have's talking to Joe about this crap? Who's talking to Chuck and Joe? This crap needs to end right now. I I don't know. All I well, can no, say. Some people just need to realize that good ideas are not controlled information, right? Nor are they exclusive, right? And and dude, when I saw when I'm scrolling through YouTube, and I just I see a I see a video, just chilling. That's premiering tomorrow. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I, I wanna I wanna get the title right here because four days. Yeah. Four days between a between a fucking EP and a single that's got nothing to do with it. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. What in the somebody, yeah, somebody in scheduling needs to have the shit slapped out of them. Well, you wanna know what I find actually interesting about this this uh Mayday. Yeah, do you mind if I, I plug the song? It's no, called, do it, man. It's called All In. Yep, Mayday All In featuring UBI. And uh, I, I find I find it interesting to a degree. I mean, it's really not that interesting to probably me and you, Chuck, but I think some people actually find it interesting that there's no mention of 
Sess Crew. It's not UBI or Sess Crew. If if Sess Crew was still a thing, I would have thought it would be mentioned in there. You know, not that it's always you know UBI does his collaborations and things like that, but especially if it's releasing through Strange, I think this is a good indicator that they are you know severing ties from you know the, the name Sess Crew in the group. That name, maybe because typically, typically the artist. I know at least in, in third-party situations. So, for example, and there's two different sides to the same coin here, hiring little Eze, and he's known as son of Eze, right? Because that's the most famous thing about him. In the way UB being half of Sescrew would be the most famous thing about him and the marketable part of his name. Chris Rivers never wanted to be known as a son of pun. You would, like, yell at us if we booked him as such. So two sides to the same coin there a little bit. Is maybe you be making this decision? Or do you think maybe Trav or somebody? Like, that's the thing. I, with with so many questions as to how things are structured right now, and them being on the YouTube could be as easy as them paying the placement fee. Or maybe this song was done a long time ago. I mean, it's been out. I just, I never saw I, it. I mean, so. yeah, I mean... It, them premiering this thing, I mean, at least know. it's something it, people want. It like could that's be the nothing, thing too. You know? <laughs> like, but no, but yeah. like, for buzz shit of what you've got to offer me right now, this is what's going to do the best. Hand to God. Like the tech songs may just keep up because that's just the nature of their beast. But those tech songs with Hush, you pointed it out yourself, were barely even hitting Chris Calico numbers. Mm-hmm. which is strange so like with what you're offering me it's almost like at the moment you've got hush which is like a fucking a big mac meal right and then you got this new single with the chick that nobody knows and it's a wendy's burger but it's in a burger king wrapper because the graphics are so bad and then i got prime rib in the form of mayday and ubi what do you think people are so I really hope that you're not letting them get the big fucking pop before they give you the finger out the door <laughs> like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, you don't want these guys going out. We're the best thing on this fucking label. Fuck y'all. Peace. Like, you don't want to let that happen if you're Travis. But at the moment, he might not have a fucking choice either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's dude, out but- now. Somebody just said it came out at midnight, so it might be. Oh yeah, yeah. People, people like you know to mess I mean? around with their VPN and crap, so they so. they get it early. But uh, yeah, dude. I you know one one thing too, and I, I heard you kind of talking about it a little bit earlier. But the album art, I I saw a bunch of people crying about the album art and like saying how bad it was and like really going in. And I was like, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, some of the album art, I kind of I didn't really. I guess I didn't really look too deep into it. Like it's album art, I unless I'm getting it packaged in something and like getting a poster that I want to put on the wall, then yeah, I suppose I'm going to be interested in it. But goods for some never of these noticed. Singles... Goods never noticed. Bad always is. Yeah. So like yeah. you don't hear no good, no covers ever get an album into the top 10, but like the pop smoke cover, that whole conspiracy or controversy where it was just bad. It just wasn't look like MS paint. And this shit's just pixelated. My fucking distributor, 300, 300 DPI, no, 300 by 300, no, 3,000 by 3,072 
excuse me, 300 by 300 pixels, 72 DPI. It ain't fucking 4K, everybody. But that's what the distributor wants for graphics. And if you bounce that shit the wrong way or export, it's going to come out looking like shit. Now, I don't like the picture. Like this whole thing that he was doing <laughs> i don't i don't get like, that man people are like it's like the that. shit record like that's the face <laughs> you make when travis sinks your fucking legacy like people are fucking like that's the thing at the moment if i'm tech i'm looking for a w like i'm looking for anything to pop right now that'll give me a w because i'm coming off a, a hush related l this next joint I don't, I, I haven't heard no snippets. I don't know shit. But if it's more of the fucking same generic plug him in and we're going to take extra money to put it out over here for people. Nah, man, you're just doing features. Let's, let's be fucking real. And you did what every other rapper did during the pandemic and just sold your fucking dick out there, which don't be afraid. Everybody fucking did it. Like there's not a single fucking rapper in the world that didn't do a fucking collab. They didn't want to last year motherfuckers had to eat i get it (laughs) i get it but can we acknowledge it and then put a fucking stop to it now that we're we're rolling back into shit because the other thing i'm afraid of is travis like fucking scrooge mcduck eyes and he's like that's the least amount of work how many stupid fucking 25 year old white dudes who fucking half-ass dj can i get to give me money for multiple tech features and then we'll call it joint projects even though these two fucking guys were never even in the same zip code let alone in the studio together how prolific is tech about posting pictures of people he's working with yeah and we didn't see one picture of them in the fucking studio yeah i i saw some other pictures though I saw some other pictures probably floating around out there. We had uh, uh, X-rated and... uh, um, Okay, I saw that. I'm glad you brought that up. You think Travis is letting him work with him? Dude, I'm very very interested. Do you think that Travis would let his golden goose rap with a convicted murderer? You think that's going to happen? I don't know, man. I fucking hope so, but I, I doubt it. The rest of the world hopes so, too. Just I, I do it and put it out. What the fuck's he going to do? Like, what happened to the days of, like, the mixtapes when rappers would get fucking mad at their fucking labels and they'd be like, you know what? I'm sick of sitting on it. It's coming out. And uh, if they don't like it, fuck it. We can beef. I'll beef with them over this. What happened? What happened, Aaron? I know you came up under those sort of circumstances where people like 50 was like, my my money's not coming quick enough. So I'm going to do what the people want and I'm just going to make sure that the money's coming directly to me. Yeah. <laughs> but with digital, it's harder to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think it, I think it's an interesting thought and I would be surprised if there wasn't something in the works between Travis is real good about sending cease and desist letters on emails, but he's too fucking pussy to flip over a bootleggers table the way me and Sean Price used to. Garen fucking teed. So if we were still in the hard copy days, I would personally offer to sell text fucking mixtapes. 
I would gladly fucking take those potential ass beatings. Yeah, dude, can you, can you imagine? Like, I, there's so many, there's so many of those like songs out there though that people are waiting for. Like, and and that's I think that's the most frustrating part with the hush, you know, project or whatever we're calling this. It's there's so many other people he could have been making music with, like. You have to look at the circumstances of Strange right now. You have to look at the optics of Strange right now and give the fans something, like something. He so he he did the song with NF. And and yep. whether people were a fan of NF or not, like dude, Tech Nine got on that track. He did he a fucking murdered it. He did a fucking song with the fucking dude that I swore up and down. When I saw this one, I knew what the fucking real deal was. How many years was Tech avoiding Screwface John? Mm. Like, avoiding him. Like, he would show up, he would pay for meet and greets to get next to Tech. And Tech would fucking dip. He would. He didn't even want to be on the internet in pictures with that guy. But he's in some alley someplace rapping, fucking rapping his ass off for the fucking reaction video, dude. For the fucking reaction video, dude. Tell me that was anything more than a bag of money and I call you a fucking liar. Screwface. <laughs> Screwface, you see this video, fam? Was it 50 or was it 75? That's what I want to know. Because I know what it was. I know what was in the bag that Joyner had. I know what was in that bag. I know what was in that bag because I was party to the dudes who counted it. So I want to know what was in Screwface's bag. Was it 50 or was it 75? Or was it more? If it was more... I know he's getting that YouTube money. Like, he ain't doing bad. Screwface John ain't got to sell one record. He's doing fine. Like, yeah. those reaction videos, his reaction channel is like a fucking NBC at this yeah. point. So he doesn't have to do anything. But, like, when I saw that, and then they did a video with Gmo, how long has that been in the works, quote unquote, and it finally happened when he needed money the most? It's been a desperate year, man. And they didn't fucking, <laughs> you know where they didn't fucking film that? The Gmo video, they made him film that in the fucking parking lot at the fucking label building in Kansas City. They didn't even let him into the soundstage. They made him take tech to a break stuff room. Damn. They were like, you can't even use the parking lot. One of Travis's cars might be parked out there. Well, I mean, you're going to be hard pressed to find the, you know, a corner of strange that isn't you know, surrounded. I heard, Travis, one of the I heard Travis made himself employee of the month because he needed an extra parking space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Stop it. You know Stop how I get truck. down, man. He oh needs one God. more parking space. Just one. Just one more. I'm, dude, I'm just but, waiting uh, for the buildings to get taller. You know, I'm just, that's, what, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the freaking drive up to the fifth floor and it's just a giant parking garage. I'm, I'm, you know, no Tech's visitors. not on Cameo. Tech's like one of the ones I haven't seen on Cameo yet. But even yeah, Twisted that's... went on Cameo. Twisted. Yeah, dude. And they, they were fucking. That was a no. I know a couple months ago, Twisted Cameo. It was no. There wasn't, there was no flexibility. It wasn't even like, maybe if things get to here, we do that. It was, we'll never do that. 
they're fucking doing it. What happened? What, ha- what, so, what the heck happened, man? What? That, it's a weird time. It's like, gonna, when did, when did they the get thing, on? When did they this get is, on? This is, this is when people, people are going to learn a lot because shit's open, right, again, and people are going to go back on tour. Cool. A lot of these shows for the next year or six months, or at least for this first cycle, are going to be shows making up for monies that were accepted prior to the oh, pandemic yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that were spent during oh, the dang. pandemic. So they're still not these making money. First, these first fucking sets of runs oh, are probably for half bags. If, if, Damn. if that, so these guys still have, even though shit's back to normal, your average fucking strange or magic ninja or sigh has at least another eight to nine months of being fucking broke before the fruits of whatever the fuck they're going to do this fall begin to pay off. They may not be back in the black off last year until next fucking year this time. Good God. Yeah, so, dude, I didn't even think about who, that. Who that's, knows? We might see tech on fucking cameo come fucking Labor Day. Send your mom a Mother's Day fucking message from the one they call Tech Nine. Dude, I pray, I pray, dude. I pray to the underground rap gods that they don't, like... Don't do that to tech, man. Like, look, oh, hey, did you wait? Tech, did you hear? To do it, please don't. Just don't. Did you hear they replaced? Um, they replaced the Chris Calico strange music tag already. No. Did you not hear it? I got it in my board. Hold on. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. That's the new <laughs> tag for fucking strange music. They replaced Chris Calico. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do it around here. That's that's the new tag at the end of every fucking strange music song. Dollar, dollar, Stop it. <laughs> Just that's all it is. It's fucking Trav counting my bail money. Chuck, you seriously, you you had me sitting here going like, dang, how did I miss that? Like, I'm sitting here thinking in my head like, <laughs> don't, don't you love me? I, I can't believe that crap happened. I, nobody even told me. Like, dollar, I didn't see it anywhere. Bills, y'all. <laughs> Fucking just do it. I might. I want to take a whole bunch of tracks and just take his shit out of there and then just put dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> like, you know, let me just fucking just mess them all up because that's the way it is. But I think I'm gonna get out of here. I've been on for about an hour and a half. I appreciate you coming and helping me round out this last half hour. Everybody, go back. Another day on the ground. It's Joe K Music on YouTube, at Facebook, and everywhere else. You need to watch last night's vlog to really get into the individual. You might even see your comment if you left some fucking smart alecky ass shit on the fucking comments uh, for the Hush record. You might see your own comment in there. Um, he does a real good job of getting in the weeds. It's where I got my information because I, I don't hang out with no tech fans, so I don't know how the fuck they're accepting this. What else you got going on this week? You dropping another vlog? thinking about it man dude i've been i've been sitting on a big one chuck i don't it's so big you i don't even know if someone that's sending me over stuff has been talking to you or not it's so big oh it's it's a big one it right, is well, a big one i don't, I don't know i don't know what it's gonna drop you have good ones and, and you do your due diligence and you don't fly off the handle like i do and i enjoy like i said i enjoy having you over here because you've said it we're, we're we're multiple looks at the same target you know what i'm saying Yep. And, uh, of course, I always support you over here. Heads, Shame. I appreciate you coming around, sticking around for the entire 90 minutes of the program. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing this motherfucker. Kid Crusher interview, more than an hour 
with the Aussie, 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 oi, 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 boy. Wednesday, primetime, 8 p.m. We talk about Yahoo Serious for like 30 fucking minutes. Do you know who that is? Nope. Well, you're going to find out Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to learn. Right here on Epicenter Online. Until then and until next time, my name is Chuck Reeves. It is a beard. It is a beard and it has spoken.